and how and Tass and Mappet Spirit Sounds. Amen. Amen. Languages are confusing, aren't they? Especially when you drift into one of the other Celtic languages instead, drifting into Cornish rather than Welsh. Near enough, but not quite. If anyone would like to teach me to say that in Welsh, or even to give the blessing in Welsh, please do so. I'm keen to. I feel a bit awkward saying in the name of the Father in Cornish, but I'm not Welsh when ministering in Wales, but hey. But understanding things is quite difficult. I remember the early text messages, limited to 160 characters. And so trying to condense as much as possible into those few letters, so missing out all the vowels, adding other random characters, missing out the spaces, and then you look at the message and think, what? Remember it? Mind you, it's the same in English. It's the same in Welsh, I guess, with trying to learn Welsh with Duolingo, and the sentence all the words in the other order, or a more, maybe more logical order, I don't know. I learned English first. In English, though, the Oxford comma, or commas in general, help understanding, help to work out quite what's going on. A bit like the text message being broken up into different weird combinations of characters resembling words. For example, and I'm going to put the commas into this, I love baking, comma, my family, comma, and my friends. If you miss the commas out, you've got a bit of a problem, haven't you? I love baking my family and my friends. Very different meaning. In Biblical Hebrew, there were no vowels or punctuation written down. Instead, what that was written down was an oral tradition of how to read it. And so spaces and texts acting like a bit of punctuation and how it was read gave an impression of an understanding of quite what was meant. Rather than everything being written down with all those, maybe a bit like text messages in that way. You sort of have to glance at it and squint a bit and then you sort of know what's said. A bit tricky though. The Masoretic text was then trying to add these all this punctuation, all these vowels to make it easier to understand. Because with any text, only a slight change can make a massive difference to the meaning. Another example, let's eat, comma, grandma, changes very quickly. One pause, one comma, and we understand things very differently. Why am I talking about this today, about languages? I'm, I know nothing about languages, so I can't give a language lecture, let alone a language lecture sermon. However, today's gospel reading, we see something about quite how things are understood with punctuation. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, we hear the Gospel writer say, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, colon, 
Pause. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his paths straight. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. That's what we're used to hearing, isn't it? Have you looked at Isaiah, the first reading? It's great to hear it read out really clearly with where the punctuation was. A voice cries out, how long? In the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. A voice cries out, in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. That's a bit different, isn't it? A voice cries out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Or a voice cries out, in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. So often we just think of it in terms of the gospel. A voice cries out in the wilderness. We understand it to be John. That's true. John is proclaiming, prepare the way of the Lord. Get ready. Get your life sorted out. Repent of your sins. Be baptised in that as a sign of that repentance. But also, think in terms of how it is in Isaiah. A voice cries out. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Prepare the way of the Lord in the wilderness. Not in the midst of where it's expected. Not in the influential places, not just amongst those who are rich or wealthy. No. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. And we see this actually in the Gospels. The angel Gabriel comes to announce to Mary, good news, you're going to give birth to the Messiah. And we hear Mary goes off with haste to visit Elizabeth, where the embryonic John leaps in her womb. She goes off, rather than hanging around with where she lives, with her family and friends, she goes off to the wilderness to see Elizabeth, to somewhere else. And in that place, John recognises who Jesus is. John is filled with the Holy Spirit in that place, in the womb, in the, which is pretty much a wilderness in some ways, isn't it? Just with contact with his mother and nothing else. And then Jesus is born in Bethlehem. Well, that's not where the Messiah comes from. It's a wilderness place, you know. Then the trek of the Magi, the wise men, the kings. They go calling at all the important places. I'm Mr. King, I've heard there's a new king. Where is he? Where is he? No, don't know what you're talking about. Go and find out. Got his trek. To somewhere pretty much wilderness, unexpected, where they find Jesus. And then, at the start of Jesus' ministry, Jesus retreats into the wilderness for 40 days to be tempted by the devil. In the wilderness, he is showing that he is the Messiah. 
he is showing us a power over the devil in the wilderness. A voice cries out, in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. In the wilderness where there is apparently no hope, prepare the way of the Lord. In places where we get the impression God isn't present, prepare the way of the Lord. In the places where we feel like God has given up on, prepare the way of the Lord. In the places society doesn't give us stuff about, prepare the way of the Lord. In a messed up world, prepare the way of the Lord. Remembering, as ever, again in John's Gospel, God so loved the world that Jesus was born. Not God was so fed up with the world that he said Jesus is a last resort. No, God so loved the world that Jesus was born, that the word became flesh and lived among us, walking our streets, breathing the same air, drinking the same water, experiencing the same joys and sorrows of this messed up world, because God so loved the world. In the wilderness, prepare, prepare the way of the Lord, proclaim this. In our Advent season, we are challenged again to prepare to greet Jesus, to look at how we live our lives. We are challenged to prepare to greet the infant Messiah at Christmas and also Jesus at his second coming. We are told, prepare the way of the Lord. Sort yourselves out. Help the world sort itself out. Proclaim there is hope because of Jesus. We are called to prepare the way, or to play our part in preparing the way. We are called to proclaim the gospel. We are called to let people know that Jesus loves and cares for them. Not just to proclaim that to those who are apparently respectable and important or nice or rich. Not just to people in church, but to all people. No matter what rubbish is going on in their particular situations. We are called to enter into their wilderness to proclaim and prepare the way of the Lord for them, with them. Every year I'm fascinated by the Christmas number ones. I don't know if anyone else is. Some of them feel completely appropriate. Some of them feel completely ridiculous inappropriate and one of them i remember some years ago was mad world anyone else remember that yeah. it wasn't so quite such a jolly version of the original version but mad world as a christmas number one it seemed crazy it seemed inappropriate wrong for a christmas number one but actually 
As I've been reflecting on it this week, with these readings, it seems quite right and appropriate. In the wilderness of this mad world, says Isaiah, proclaim and prepare the way of the Lord. In the wilderness of this mad world, tell and show people that they are loved by God. In the wilderness of this mad world, show those who feel forgotten and unimportant and unloved and neglected that they are loved and needed by God. Wherever we may be, proclaim and prepare the way of the Lord and do what we can to help people to understand this for themselves. In Hannah and Tassin, Matt and Spirit Sounds. Amen. Amen.